Hey team, welcome back. Another week of footy flies by, and with so much to dissect, who better than two blokes who you'd happily let the other team use for fill-up numbers to go through it. Get comfortable and enjoy the listen. Yes, hello all, welcome back to another episode of the Footy Yarn. Uh, as always, never changes, I'm Hayden Arducci, joined by Matthew Arrowsmith. Matthew, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Uh, very good, very well, very excited to be here. Um, it was a pretty interesting round in footy, just going, and we've got a very good one coming up. Yeah, I'm glad that the buys are done. Yeah. Uh, get them out the door. And look, we've got a double Friday night thriller, baby. Oh, look, I'm probably going to miss both of those games, because uh, you know me, I'm a celebrity, I've got a flight to catch. Well... Given the day and age, you might get a bit of wife up there, chuck the KO on. Yeah, that'd be something. But, um, yeah, I, I just don't understand why we've got Thursday night footy during the buys, and then we're like, all right, we've done that. Give them a doubleheader on a Friday. Let's really and thin out our... the Thursday. Yeah, like, let's thin out our weekend oh. of footy. Dogs. They're I dogs. know. The one weekend we're going to Melbourne, and the games that are there, there's some pretty good games, to be fair. Um... Seb's uh, messaged me, and he's we, we were talking about all the games we were going to go to, and he goes, "Oh, great news! Kids go free to the AFL in Melbourne this uh, the next like month or something, or for like the rest of." And I was like, "Cool!" And then he messages me later. He's like, "All right, so for the six games I've got tickets for, um, our tickets have set us back six dollars thirty combined." <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, my God. She was going out, just bought the kids' tickets for all of them. Yeah. And then just had to pay, like, a handling fee. Well, so we're going to be really flat when we miss, like, a, a North Melbourne West Coast. I think that's going on while we're over there. Oh, dear. Could be wrong, but uh, there's some pretty average games while we're over there. But some very good ones as are you, well. Are you going to Collingwood GWA? Uh, that's probably on the agenda, I'd assume. Oh, huge. Yeah, so I'll have to bring my GWS long sleeve. Oh. But then I've also got a Collingwood jumper that I'll wear over the top of that. You have a Collingwood jumper? Yeah, it was actually just um, one you brought in here. Um, you brought in a bunch of old Collingwood jumpers. Oh. And there was one that was quite small. Um, and obviously we hung up one of them. There's another one in there. Wow. And then I thought, you know what? Huge. Maybe one day I'll wear this. And that day could come. Um, but, yeah. Maybe just rotate depending on who's in the league. Yeah, maybe I'll stitch it to be half and half. I'd love I haven't that. seen a half long sleeve, half no sleeve before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but depending on the cold, it's bloody freezing it when is we're cold. over there. Like, I just looked at next week's forecast. I think the warmest is like 16 degrees. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, I'm going shopping after this to buy more pants. Because that's outrageous. I own two pairs of pants living in Western Australia. It gets cold here, but I only need two pairs I of pants. I wanted the pairs of pants the cricket wants. Okay, sorry. I own three okay. pairs of pants. Uh, those pants are retired. I actually oh. only wear extremely short shorts when going to cricket now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and that's just for running water purposes. Yeah. All right. Do you want to crack into the news? Yeah, all right. Beauty. Welcome back to the news. Uh, great to have everyone here. Great to be here. Uh, starting off with Jordan Degoe, he's in a little bit of trouble. Uh, yeah, get rid of him. Ban him for life. Uh, Bali trip, uh, $25,000 fine, which has been suspended. Contract talks put on hold. 
Uh, what's your take on all this? Um, you know me. I'm not the biggest fan of Jordan Dugowie. Mm-hmm. I think he does some stupid things. Yeah. I think he uh, overvalues his worth, and I think Sam Swikowski's better than him. Yeah. But I think this is outrageous. <laughs> Thank this, you. This is, this is just like, and, you know, this is probably just feeding into your ego, I guess. It's like there's some agenda against Collingwood. I know. From the AFL. Like, this They're is... They're going, ah... They're travelling all right. How can, how can we how yeah. can we derail them? Like, okay, the clubs surely the club has given him permission yeah, to go to did. Bali. You'd assume. What's he done wrong? He's gone out and partied. How many AFL players I do know. you think went out and partied during their bye week? A lot. Like a lot. A lot of them went out and partied. We're seeing Bailey Smith go out and get on the bag. I know. That's getting two weeks. Jordan Dugowie, they're putting his contract talks on hold. They're like, oh, geez, I don't know if this bloke's right for the club. That's outrageous. Now, is it going to drop his contract worth? Yes. Do I think that's a good thing for Collingwood? Yes, because he's not worth as much as he thinks <laughs> yeah. he is. And now that's probably all they've done here. They've gone, probably. They've gone, okay, we can make him like go... Yep, this is why you're not getting a bigger contract. But it's just ridiculous. All he did was go out and party. I know. It's I like just seen with the strange woman. And the no. woman was like, Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, Jordan Jordan was cool. <laughs> like like <laughs> what? wait, what? I think we should be more concerned about him rolling in the tank top. I thought it was like, mate, yeah. that's a bad fashion decision. Jordan, not a, not at the clubs. I've never been clubbing in Bali. <laughs> Haven't been there since I was thirteen with my parents. <laughs> but uh, Jordan, buddy, I know you've got the sleeves. Show them off. But yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Oh, I just couldn't believe. I can't believe how long it's gone on in the media. Yeah, like it's just not like I just. How's this? The amount of people uh, that have had so to out. come out and defend him. I did like that he stood up for himself. This time, and then he got in trouble for it. Yeah, and then he's had to go and backtrack and apologise. Oh, just... What is he apologising for? The Collingwood Footy Club, and we'll touch on this a bit later. Their social media manager dishing out apologies this week, just writing out all of them. I reckon they've got an apology written for every player, for every single potential like issue. Just that they're ready. Yeah, just ready to go because oh my god, and. That wasn't even the most shocking piece of... Oh uh, the shocking, God. the most contra- just... controversial, disgusting, just insensitive thing a Collingwood player has done this week. Yes. Uh, what happened next is Jordan... Jordan did go. Jack Jitterman <laughs> He may as well have been. And Isaac Kleiner uh, made a TikTok, yep. rating girls on TikTok. And not anyone specifically. Yep. Just, you know, it's it, just a trend. Yeah, yeah, it was just a trend. Um, where you just go, she's an eight, but she has horrible body odor all the time. <laughs> she's a she's a six. You are going to leave the AFL and never come back. That was disgusting. Look, I, I understand. I saw one of them was like, oh, she's homeless, and they overreacted. That one could maybe t- be taken a bit True. insensitively. Maybe there was a couple others like that, but like. Everyone's doing it. Women do it. Yeah, like, I'm pretty it, sure the trend was actually started. Don't quote me. I'm pretty sure the trend was started and grew popularity amongst women on TikTok. Well, look, uh, all I'm going to say is that anyone who's made that TikTok should be prosecuted yep. and probably share a jail cell. And share uh, an apology video. 
That was one of the weirdest apology videos. Oh, I've can ever you seen. blame him? Like they're doing it, and like they're like, "Oh, we're apologizing." And as soon as the camera would have went off, oh, they, they would have looked at each other and gone, "This is fucking stupid." They've been pissing themselves. That was just the. It, it was just the most, and I could be completely wrong here, but it just felt like the most disingenuous apology video oh. I've ever seen. And I'm not blaming them. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah, you're not going to be sorry for that. You just made a TikTok. I I saw the TikTok. Like before it got taken down, I went, "Huh, that that's funny. It's a bit different." Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, this this is nice to get a bit of an insight into the players' bit of personal life." Yeah, I feel a bit more, a bit more like connected. They're normal people. Yeah, just having a good time. What's the agenda here? What's up? Why can't we just have two AFL players in a bed together yeah. and having a laugh? I was like, "Gee, they must be close." Yeah, <laughs> how close you wonder. Oh. But that's that's the issue. Collingwood have just like the players can't be themselves. Exactly. All the clubs do and all anyone talks about is like players being able to express themselves and being able to, you know, be themselves. And Jack's been very much one of, I guess, the pioneers of that in recent mm. time. He's just going out and he's wearing long sleeves, he's dyeing his hair, he's getting up and about when he kicks goals, he's doing this, doing that, the GoPro stuff. And then they're just like, mm, probably not, Jack. You've crossed a line too far. It's just a disgrace. I just I can't. It, I just don't understand how they can get in trouble for it. I hope the AFL intervenes and suspends them for the rest of the season. I think every AFL player's TikTok should be looked at. Yep. And just see, there's a couple of Jordan. Where sorry, where Jack Ginevan's doing a bit of dancing in them. Yeah. I don't oh, know. Geez, if that's the case, Changled Giath is ruined. His career's <laughs> done. Oh no. Jeez, him and Will Day, they love the TikTok. Oh my god. Yeah, I, look, I don't, I don't know what happens next, but I'm sure something else will happen. Yep. So we'll wait and see. There's just always controversy. Uh, will Power, that was horrid. Oh, his ankle went sideways. Yeah, it's I've you know my ankles. I'm not going to say they're the best ankles. They've never done that. No, neither am I. That's horrible. Like it looks like such an innocuous tackle. And then he just gets up, and it's like um, it's like the scene in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, where Harry puts his arm up after um, <laughs> old mate, yeah. oh, what's Kenneth his name? Branagh, the actor. Yeah, Gilderoy uh, Lockhart. Gilderoy Lockhart just tries to fix his bone and just gets rid of the bone, and the arm's just flopping. Yes, and that's what the ankle looked like. He just lifted his leg up, and the ankle just sort of flopped. And then Hagrid ran out and said, "Geez, <laughs> we're gonna have to get him some pumpkin juice." <laughs> Um, yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, he'll miss the rest of the season, so yeah, big blow for the Suns. He'd been having a pretty good season as well, so yeah, and especially with their finals push, that one hurts for them. Uh, Jack Steele set to return, which will be a massive boost for the Saints. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, I don't see how he knocks out their midfield the way they perf- actually oh. no, they lost to Essendon. Yeah, get, get that man back <laughs> in there, they desperately need him. Do you think the Saints make the finals? Or do you think they fall out? Oh, it's so tough to it's say, hard to tell. Yeah, I feel like this round. I feel like this round will be a big way to see, you know, because obviously the way the fixtures set up, um, of seeing who's what, where are they. I also just don't trust any teams now. It's a big, uh, only a two game gap between first and ninth. Yeah, the only team I trust in this entire competition now is North Melbourne to suck. <laughs> Even West Coast have thrown me after that game, and we'll talk. That game threw me. I yeah. thought, yep, they'll be smacked, but then there was also just that little bit of something in the air. Yeah. Uh, Jason Horn francis uh, the contract saga, still being spoken about. Do you think he's at North next year? I think Port Adelaide need to come in, trade Zach Butters, 
and then get him back as a restricted free agent two years later. Maybe. I once read that in a Facebook comment section, <laughs> and I thought, genius. Who is this man? Because that man is a genius. I think they could probably, like, because he couldn't leave at the end of this year. No. Unless there's a trade. Yeah. So I reckon, I reckon maybe he goes to Adelaide or Port. Look, maybe, but I also think, as a lot of people have said, that he's just doing, or his manager's just telling him to do the sensible thing because, obviously, the manager's there for a paycheck, not there for a good footy career, and um, he's just saying, look, you hold on, we'll get a bigger contract, and I'll get a good percentage. And that's where Horn Francis goes, you're sacked. And my wife's getting a new RAV4. <laughs> right. I reckon Horn Francis sacks him and goes, I'm managing myself now. Yep. I'm going back to play Sandville for two years to prepare myself for my return to the power. I think that's probably one of the worst <laughs> AFL-related decisions you've ever come up with. Look, I, no, I'm saying that could be Horn Francis. No, idea. that could be his thinking, absolutely, just because he really wants to go to South Australia, so he's willing to oh, hit the Sandville for How it. homesick is he? Yeah. Let's contact his friends let's, and family. Let's see how homesick you really are. Let's see you go play some local footy in Glenelg. <laughs> huh? No Sandville for you, buddy. Yeah, I want to see you in the Ammos. You're playing C4. Yeah. You're actually coming to Perth, <laughs> and then you'll make it to South Australia. We'll get you We'll get you closer. You're playing E3, playing in the thirds. Maybe somewhere like on the border of WA that's close to South Australia, so it feels close. Um, Esperance. Have fun in Esperance, champ. Yeah, have fun, have fun in Esperance. Lots, <laughs> plenty to do there. Yeah. 6450, rep that stuff, Horny. You can get that on the knuckles. <laughs> um, the Shea Bolton thing, selling the candy as he was going into the goal. I don't see how that's so much different to a player throwing up the fist oh, and yeah. air pump before. Do I think it's disrespectful to Sam Doherty? Yes. Um, do I also think absolutely do it because the AFL should have more disrespect in it? Also, yes. Yeah, look, uh, it was interesting. I was watching, I was like, oh, you just did that. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And I didn't sleep for a week. (laughs) You just rattled. Oh, yeah. I was like, what's happening? Just I wouldn't want to be in Sam Doherty's shoes right now. No, Sam Doherty probably hasn't slept either. Yeah, no, I I can't imagine he has. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's taking all the life out of the AFL. Yeah, Look, like the NBA is so exciting because there's so many disrespectful individuals in it. But then in here we get one one act of disrespect and everyone goes, "Ooh, don't think so." Twenty five k fine, contract talks on hold, and free kick and a hundred meter penalty. Yep, and we're actually going to remove you from your family for three weeks. <laughs> Uh, make you live in, in uh, solitary confinement just so you can think about what you've done. And you can't train. You can come out for the game. Yep. And then as soon as the game finishes, you don't even you sing the song. You get escorted yep. back to solitary you confinement. Can't, you can't communicate with your players on the field. <laughs> that actually reminds me, um, and this is, I, I guess, a bit more of a serious topic. <coughs> um, but in the VFLW, because uh, this recent ad that's been popping up, there's actually a deaf player in the VFLW for Essendon's VFLW side. How would that work? As oh, a, is that in that ad where they sing with the yeah. sign language? Oh, right. Yeah, she's a, she's an actual Essendon VFLW player. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was VFLW. It might have been something else. Um, but, you know, she actually plays, like, a pretty high level of footy. How does that work? Like, I don't know. I don't know what position. She'd have to play forward line. 
Because if she plays back line, you can't call her back, like, into <laughs> no, the... Come back! Like, you can't sign language louder, and I hope this isn't a disrespectful no, way to, to discuss this. Curious. Yeah, how do you how do you approach that Perhaps as a teammate? maybe can she potentially hear a little bit? Like, maybe. hear, like, I don't know. I'd, yeah, I don't know, but I still feel like it would just be muffling sounds on a footy field. Because <laughs> it's, it's already hard enough to hear on a footy field to hear True. someone calling you back in. So, um... I'd imagine with hearing issues, it would be impossible. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe we'll get a, uh, someone from the SNMB FLW. You better say we'll get her on. <laughs> someone from the SNMB FLW. Yeah. We could get her on over Zoom, learn a bit of sign language. Yeah, do language. you know any sign language? We could learn some. Yeah, we could. It'd or we get an interpreter in, yeah. a sign language interpreter. How much do you reckon an interpreter costs per hour? We'll get the one that Mark McGowan uses. <laughs> Shit. Shit. She seems pretty into her job. She does. She seems to enjoy it. Yeah. Or, like, have you ever seen um, that video of, and I'm going to say Eminem, but it could have been any rapper ever, and there was a sign language interpreter on the side next to him on stage? No. Where, That's interesting. Yeah, there was, like, this... It, <laughs> it was, like, the big stage, and then it wasn't even, like, on the stage. She had her own little podium, like, next to the stage that was attached, and she was just sign-languaging whatever song this rapper was rapping. I want a little sign-languager in the bottom of the commentary so then when BT goes, Lloyd, it's, like, sign language so that people can really get around it. I think they've got subtitles for that. Yeah, he's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that, that probably makes a lot more sense than <laughs> sign language. Yep. Um, yep, it does. Do you have any other news or should we crack uh, into the round review? Crack into the round. Okay. Richmond, 11 goals, 15-81, defeating Carlton, 9-12-66. Uh, Carlton officially suck again. If they can't beat Richmond, they're no good. It's that simple. Yeah, they've got a lot of injuries at the moment, the Blues, which is hurting them. But, uh, no excuses. You, did you hear uh, Kane Corn's radical idea on Monday night's footy class? Oh, no, not yet. I can't wait to hear it. So um, Kane Corn said, you know, they're struggling. Um, down back, there's a lot of big men out. Swing the swing the leading uh, goal kicker <laughs> into the back line. Kerno? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that's probably fair yeah, enough. Yeah, get it done. Just get some tolls there. Don't, like, give Sam Durden a game who you just picked up in the mid-season draft. He got specifically for Did he? Oh, yeah. my Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he I did not see injured. that. Got subbed out. If that happened to Bryn Teekle as well. Yeah, he broke his collarbone. How many of these mid-season draft days? We're going to have to ask Massimo D'Ambrosio if he's fine. <laughs> Bloody had his 27 family members in the rooms after the game. Yeah, jeez, must be nice, Massimo. Massimo, more like <laughs> ma- Massivo fam- bro- Fambrosio. Oh, wow. <laughs> am, I, am I right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that game, um, yeah, obviously Shea Bolton, his disgusting, cruel act. Um, that's completely <laughs> undone Richmond's win. Uh, Carlton uh, uh, spiralling back into bottom four contention. Look, all I can say is Shy Bolton's lucky that the Degoe stuff happened. Yep. Or he would be under the yeah, spotlight. Yeah, if, if we didn't have the Jordan Degoe <coughs> and the Jack Ginneman, Isaac Quainall stuff, Shay Bolton, jeez, that bloke could be suspended. Um, St Kilda, 11-6-72, defeated by Essendon, 15-17-107. Where did this come from? Yeah, no one saw this coming, did they? No, especially not this guy. Are the Bombers back? Yeah, see the Bombers fly up. Peter Wright, oh my, he's turning oh. it on this year. It's just, he'll, he'll, he'll go berserk one week, and then he'll just disappear for three, and then he'll yeah. go, I'll go berserk again! Yeah, he's going to kick 50 goals for this season, but only scoring like 12 games. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's how he's going to finish. He's, it's um, either none or like four goals. Yeah, <laughs> like big seven later hater. He's just, I want to see him just go large again. Because when he's on, Essendon are on. 
And it really is that simple. Um, Max King sort of disappeared a little bit from his hot start to the year. He has a bit, yeah. So um, probably cut him, delist him. Yeah, I guess we'll take him. him at Hawthorne. I mean, like, have a look around, like, get Josh Kennedy and maybe try yeah. trade for him. I'd say, like, straight swap for Jacob Kashitsky. But I'll go, Kashitsky can pinch hit in the ruck end down back. So, so he's got it all. You, yeah, you just wonder where King's value is at. Probably like a third rounder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like just sort of your average key forward going for a third rounder. Um, yeah, so Essendon, act, yeah, Essendon just brought this win up out of nowhere. And all of a sudden, after months and months of shit talking, this Friday night West Coast Essendon <laughs> clash, <laughs> this Friday night West Coast Essendon clash has a little bit of something. It's got a West like, Coast could win. I don't, I don't know what that something is, but it's got a little bit of it. Yep. <laughs> and, I'm ex- and I'm excited to not watch it on my flight. Port Adelaide 12 10 82 defeating Sydney 8 11 59. Um, yeah, I don't know if it, obviously Bryn Tickle went down with the collarbone. He was looking good. Zach Butters did like a knee, I believe. Yeah, apparently it's not so bad. So it should only be a week, I think. Yeah, still, that hurts for Port. It does, but I thought they'd get the win and they did. They were very good. Yep. And yeah, Jeremy quarter. Finlayson's going to have to become their primary ruck. Oh, God. Well, I think they've still got someone else in the reserves because they start. Was it Sam Hayes? Yeah, yeah. They they actually picked Tickle over. Oh, Hayes. So. Well, good on Bryn. You're not getting another game this season, not with that collarbone. Mm, That's gotta suck. Oh yeah. Like I mean, obviously a collarbone's always gonna suck. But, you know, mid-season draft. They you, actually recruit for their needs. Yeah, and then like for Bryn, you know, two weeks into your AFL career, you get your debut. You're like, this is massive. Boom, collarbone in, like, what, the second quarter? Just shattered. I was looking good fantasy-wise, too. I had yeah. about 30 points already. I was flat. Yeah, he finished on 27. So, um, dreams shattered, collarbone shattered. Uh, season one of his AFL career shattered. And delisted. See you later. Yeah, catch you later, bud. We've got our Scott Jones coming in. Oh, <laughs> Through East Perth. Um, West Coast, 9-9-63, defeated by Geelong, 12-9-81. Couldn't tell by uh, the the mentality of West Coast fans this week. They snuck out for a little bit, didn't they? Yeah. Half time, they're like, are we back? We were watching a bit of Ammo's footy. And, geez, there was a, a couple Geelong fans around. And um, the West Coast fans were just piling in. Yeah. They were just piling We're going to win. They were like, we're close. But you're scared now. We are close. We're not getting licked. It's not 50 points at halftime. <laughs> I bet you're terrified. And I bet those Geelong fans were terrified. Oh, they would have been. Uh, look, West Coast did get some players back. I sort of thought they'd yep. be a little bit more competitive. Uh, at the end of the day, still says loss. Yep, cop that, boys. But um, as I have and always will say... As a result of our Sunday league, not even coach, but just someone coming into the rooms after the game after a loss. <laughs> this L doesn't stand for loss. It stands for learning. And the more I say that quote, I think it should stand for lesson instead oh. of learning. Or a learning lesson. Because you don't always learn from a lesson. And not every learning is a lesson. Okay. And I live by that. Yep. Um, so yeah, West Coast, they, they were a little bit competitive. Only went down by three goals and they were actually in it for a fair bit of this game. They were, uh... Tom Hawkins kicking is to thank for that. Just yeah. Got, got terrified because he was up he was to 700. He was scared. He was just quivering in his boots. Josh Kennedy still got it. They were talking like Hawkins could go on for another five years. Yeah. I'll give him another five weeks. We'll see. If he's kicking like that. 
Uh, GWS, 16-9-105, defeated by the Bulldogs, 19-11-125. This was a good game of footy. High scoring. Yep. Exciting. Toby Green kicked seven. Braden Proust was just trying to kill people. Cody Waitman dislocated his elbow and just ran back out there. Yep, Cody Waitman. Uh, Tim English just looking like Ivan Drago, as he always does. Stephen Coniglio's back. Stephen Coniglio is 10,000% back. He has been put back into the midfield full-time under the new coach, and he is back. He's getting 30-3 and three every week. I think yeah. he only got 30-2 and two this week, so... Probably have a look at yourself, Stephen. Get the mirror. <laughs> Could get dropped. Have a have a thought about the kind of player you are and the kind of player you want to be. But yeah, look, uh, that was a great game, a very enjoyable game for yeah. you to watch. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Gold Coast eighteen eight one hundred and sixteen defeating the Crom ten thirteen seventy three. Um, this one. It's sort of just a run-of-the-mill game oh. of footy where one side beat the other for me. I, I watched a lot of it. Adelaide had a lot of chances and missed yeah. a lot of chances. Their goal-kicking was really poor. Yeah, for these two you know, sides that are so young, you know, I, I feel like the older players really stood up. When usually for these sides, there's a lot of younger players standing up. Didn't see a great deal of that this week. I thought Sam Berry was really good. Um, I was really impressed by his game. Noel Anderson was very good. Isaac Rankine was very good. But, you know, you usually see a lot more young players stand up for these two sides. Yeah. Paddy Parnell actually had a pretty good game as he well. He did. He did. So, um, good on him. And before we get into our Tab Touch uh, awards, a little message from our, f- uh, our friends at Tab Touch. He'll make it for sure. That's why I backed him on Tap Touch. You got the touch. You got the power. Got the touch? Choose Tap Touch. Better your bet. Download the app today. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. A big thank you to our friends at Tap Touch. Such good friends. Uh, they are. They give us money and we say, use Tap Touch. And yeah. we use Tap Touch and we love Tap Touch. I love Tap um, Touch. Great shade of purple. I bleed purple. Do you? Should probably get that checked. Um, Tab Touch Young Player of the Year Award. Uh, you know, 22 and under. Got to be born in the year 2000 or later. Who got your one vote, Matthew? Uh, my one vote for the round went to uh, Sam Walsh. Yeah. Just doing Sam Walsh things as he does. Uh, 30-odd touches. Nothing too special, but just racking up the footy. Yep, doing a lot uh, with it. My one vote went to Isaac Rankin. He had 17 disposals and three goals. Um, I thought he was instrumental in Gold Coast win, as you'd imagine somebody kicks that many goals is. Um, and I'm really enjoying the small... F- I've said it before, I'm really enjoying the small forward crop, and the young small forward crop that's coming up. Your Dylan Moores, your Isaac Rankings, your Corey Durden, your Jesse Motlops, Jack Ginnivan, Boy McCreary, the list goes on. I- I'm loving our new uh, Mosquito fleet that's coming up in the AFL. It's exciting. Uh, I also went with Rankin for two. I went with Walshie for two. Wow. Look at us with the little little flipper right here. The swaps. Who got your three? Uh, my three, uh, I went with uh, Tom Green. Okay, yeah. He was very good again. Uh, 30-odd touches again. No scoring, but, uh, yeah, just did his job. Yep. I went with uh, Sam Berry for three. Uh, he had 25 disposals, seven tackles, and 12 clearances. That's just, you know, for the nuggety man he is, it was very John Newcomb-esque performance. He just... Got in and under, hit the footy hard, hit the players hard, hit the contest hard, and it was just very hard. So I love that from Barry. Uh, four votes. I went Connor Rosie, 29 touches, kicked a goal, three tackles. Just a uh, very good performance from him and helping Court get over the line. 
Yep, I went with uh, Cody Waitman for my four. Obviously, the flea, 11 disposals, five goals, one dislocated elbow. Mm. Um, yeah, he just sort of he lit up the first half. He got all of them in the first half, I'm pretty sure. I think a lot of them came in the first quarter. Yeah, he, he just lit it up very early and, you know, sort of slowed down, but they still got the win. And that five-goal hole I was very impressed by. My five went to Cody Waitman. Mine went to Connor Rosie. Wow, this we is are just a bit in sync. Wow, these votes are going to look good this week. Uh, Tab Touch Player of the Year, who got your one vote? Uh, my one vote, it was a tough one. I went with Todd Marshall, though. Yeah. Kicking his four. That's fair. Uh, I, th- I thought about uh, going Heaney, but I went, you know what, Port got the win. Todd Marshall was a key in that. So, Toddy, get in there, brother. I was really, my top two was always locked for, for this. Mm-hmm. The rest was really just up yeah, in the air. Yeah. Um, one vote I went with Saint So Special Gresh, Jade Gresham. Uh, he had 28 disposals and three goals. I think just coming back from from where he had, you know, the rampaging Gresh is rampaging again, and um, that always excites me. I went two votes with uh, Gresham as well. I did oh, not. you went one, but you Yeah, I did not put Todd Marshall as my two votes. I'm so oh. sorry. I didn't realise we were doing that. <laughs> I went with uh, Liam Baker for my two votes. Oh, he had yeah. 27 disposals. He lit it up, went hard in the last quarter. And I just I was so impressed by his game, and as I always am, I'm I'm very impressed by him as a player. And um, yeah, he had 27 disposals, just was around at the contest every time. I just really appreciate his game. I wanted to give him some votes. Uh, I gave three votes to Rory Laird. Okay, uh, 42 touches. There were 30 handballs in there. Yeah, I will say that, but I think it had to be credited. 42 touches, uh, 124 fantasy points, six tackles. Yeah, as well, 12 good kicks. So. Yeah, look, I, no, I thought it was very good. Yeah. Um, him. I went with big two-meter Peter for my three votes. He had 14 disposals, got four goals, eight marks, also had three goal assists as well. Ooh. From a full forward to be getting, you know, those <coughs> kinds of numbers, I was very impressed by and um, love seeing him. And, you know, when, when the two-meter Peter's up, then uh, Essendon's up, and that showed today. Uh, four votes. I went Stephen Coniglio. Okay. Uh, phenomenal from him, kicked the goal. Had uh, 30 plus touches. Gee, he's, he's making a, a bit of a run, isn't he? A late run at the Brownlow. Mm. Yeah, and an all Australian and just everything going. Uh, four votes, I went with Toby, big Toby Green. He had 21 disposals, seven goals, three goal assists as well. He was just, for me, obviously, Stephen Cornelio played a great game. Tom Green played a great game. Lockie Ash played a great game. But for me, Toby Green was very clearly the one thing that was keeping GWS in this game. He was just. It was pinnacle Toby Green. Every it time it went forward 50, you thought, Toby's on here. Yep. And I went Toby yeah, Green for five. As as you should. I went Tim English for five. Um, I Ooh. thought he just stood up that game. I'm Montrose. surprised you didn't have Coniglio in there. Yeah, I wanted Coniglio, but I thought Tim English. He had 23 disposals, 34 hitouts, 10 clearances as a ruckman. He just The way he doubled down when it hit the deck, it was... It was one of the best rucking performances I've seen this year. Um, I'm a big appreciator of the rucks, and I think he was, and could be up for debate, but I think he was the dog's best player in a very good win, so I gave him my five votes. Fair enough. Um, now, round 15 preview. All top eight sides are playing each other for yeah, the fifth time in 29 years. Interesting. Should be an exciting round of footy. Should We're going to find out a lot. Yeah, or we won't because there's just nothing you can ever learn from a round of footy. Five draws. Yep. Um, are they like all the bottom sides or? No, nah, the top ones. Where's the fifth one come into it? 
Was there only oh, five? Doesn't go into eight. Four draws. Okay. Um, Friday night footy. Take your pick. We'll go with Hawthorne versus the Dogs. Five p.m. at Marvel Stadium to uh, kick off. Actually, no. Sorry, there's Thursday night footy. Should probably start. Oh, there with is. That. You're right. Melbourne versus Brisbane. Oh. Five twenty p.m. at the G. Should be game of the round, and it's on uh, Thursday night. Yeah. So, interesting one. Melbourne, obviously, spiralling not just out of top spot, not just out of top four, but out of the top eight. They could be. You know what? I think they're done. I'm going Brisbane. Yeah, I'm, go- done. I'm going Brisbane. Um, Friday night footy, take your pick. Hawthorne versus the Dogs, 5pm at Marvel Stadium. This one could be a good game. The Dogs could just run away with it after last week's performance. But they won't. I think Hawthorne's winning this one. I think this will be interesting. Hawthorne will get up and about for this one. I'm going to go to the Hawks as well. Big Mitchie Lewis is on for eight. Uh, now, game of the round. This is a game we've slated for so long, and I would like to be the first to come out and say I was wrong. I I went into this fixture oh for months God. thinking this is a stinker. Why have they done this? The fixturing department of the AFL is full of geniuses. I think I worked out why they actually did it. Why? I think it's because State of Origins adopt us on Sunday and they need time to adjust the ground. No. <laughs> I like your thinking, but no. No? Okay. Why they've done it is because they've they've gone, all right, these are two sides that are, are on the down. They're on the mend. But that means they need to bounce back up. They need to wait till they drop all the way to the bottom so they can bounce back up. Essendon get the win over St Kilda. West Coast get their players back and they take it to Geelong. All of a sudden, you're thinking, West Coast versus Essendon, this is going at down as one of the all-time great games. Of <laughs> Look, it two, could. Two-point thriller, both teams score over 120 points. Wow. Yep. West Coast come away with a win. Are you tipping West Coast? I'm tipping West Coast. There's, I sort of have a feeling West Coast to win, but I just want to back in the Bombers to try and get two under their belt in a row, so I'm going to go the Bombers. Okay, there was just something in the air about West Coast last week with all those players coming back. Yeah. They've obviously had a big group of players no, come back before. Hurts. Yeah, but still. They've Mate, got two metre Peter might get off the lead. Yeah, that Harry Edwards will come in. Huge. Peter Wright won't get a touch with Harry Edwards in there. Now, this one actually could be game of the round. Carlton versus Fremantle, 11.45am at Marvel. I think we've got intentions to go to this game. Boy, oh boy, am I excited because this should be a good game of footy. They, they've sort of created a, a little, I guess, rivalry where yeah. they've just been dishing up some great games of footy, these two sides, lately. Yeah, this should be a ripper. Uh, hurts the Dockers if it's in Melbourne, but I think they'll win. Carlton have a few outs. I'm going the Dockers. Carlton do have a few outs, and I think that's the main thing, helping the Dockers. There's just something nagging away, niggling at my mind, saying Carlton are going to win this one. Um, but with all those outs, I feel like the sensible call is to back in the Dockers here. Uh, Geelong taking on Richmond, 2.35pm at the G. Another great game in Melbourne um, on this Saturday. Martin and Dangerfield back as well. Yeah, wow. That could really be something. Shea Bolton um, probably going to get headhunted um, because of last week. What are the chances of you going to Carlton Free and then swinging straight? I assume Richmond? we've got tickets for both of them. Wow. If we've got six sets of tickets... 
I'd assume you got three this round. I mean, if you get them for free, you might as well just... Mate. And then, oh, it's three-quarter time. This game's rubbish. We'll go over to the G. $6.30, mate. Oh, sorry. So we sure? Uh, combined. That's a dollar and five cents <laughs> per game combined. Look, let's just hope it is like Optus and they don't check the kids. percent Yeah, no, because if they do, it's like, oh. Oh, did we get the wrong ones? Oh, I shit. I know. Bolt, just run. Give him the Shea Bolton treatment. <laughs> Show on my phone, leg it. Look, I think the good thing is, if you're worth having a crack at it, because yep. if they don't, if they say no, you'll be able to buy a ticket at the gate. Yep. Which I probably won't. Um, for actually, no, I will. These are great games at footy. Yeah, wow. These are just what what a treat it is to be. A, like, Melbourne people don't realise how good they've got it. Do you real? Oh no, they probably won't because the co-op. So you might go, get to go clubbing with some AFL players nah, in Melbourne. I reckon they one hundred percent go clubbing there. If the WA boys are starting to go clubbing, yeah. I haven't seen West Coast boys yet since the hippie incident. But you know, free players are going to like Benny's and the such. So um, I'd assume they're allowed out. Yeah, potentially. I I don't know. It just it would only be like a. I don't think it'd be a ban, but it'd be like maybe a decision between the players, sort of like the Dockers did for a while there. Yeah, I, I guess it would also be up to um, you know, the the break between their games. So maybe uh, the Melbourne boys are just out tearing up the town. Who knows? Potentially. Um, I'm going to back in Richmond here. I'm going Richmond as well. Yep, Sydney taking on St Kilda five twenty five pm with SCJ Saturday night footy. Uh, you obviously Jack Steele's back. How big is Max King going to go? Is Jack Higgins the greatest small forward to ever do it? Callum Wilkie, is he the most underrated player in the AFL ever? Dougal Howard, same conversation. Um, Sydney, it's just Sydney, Luke Parker, Isaac Heaney, Lance Franklin. It's just names. Um, and these names are also very good footballers. Yeah, it's a big game. Uh, both teams coming off a loss. Yep. I'd imagine Sydney will win. I'm backing in the Swans here. Wow, I said game of the round a bit too early. North taking on the Crows, 11, 10 a.m. at Blundstone Arena. Go North, go Crom. I would prefer that to even be at like a 10, 10. Yeah, put it at 8.30. So what, that would be? 10.30 10, Yeah, time. I don't mind that. Yeah, give it to us nice and early so I yeah. wake up and miss it. Actually, I won't now because I'll be in Melbourne. This, is, this sucks. <laughs> and I'll have to be awake during this game of football. Who knows, maybe it becomes an all-timer. Maybe you fly over to Tassie for the... Maybe the winner takes Horn Francis. <laughs> really fine North up. Yeah, like North put Horn Francis on the table and the Crows put like Tex and, I don't know, like Sam Berry on the table. Maybe they double down. It's Phil Thorpe and Tex. Oh, the, big, the big duo. Yeah, and then they both request a trade back anyway because <laughs> who wants to be... No, we don't want to be here. Um, I'm going to back in... See, obviously everything says the Crom, but it's at Blundstone. It is at Blundstone. Could North just pull off the miracle? Maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. I'm going North. I'm going to go... Draw! God, you suck. <laughs> Collingwood versus GWS, 1.20pm at oh. the G. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I do fly to Tassie for the day because it's a tough toss-up which of these two <laughs> games to go to. Um, this could be exciting. This could be interesting. Jordan Dugowie, will he play? D- does he, you know, get banned from the club for life? Jack Ginnivan and Isaac Quinor, do they play? And if they do, you know, um, what, what's going to happen when they encounter a woman at the game? Will they just uncontrollably be extremely <laughs> sexist towards them? Look. 
This is four, <laughs> seven, two. <laughs> oh, but no, but she's got good personality. Ah. Three. <laughs> um, this is a danger game for the Pies, I think. Yeah, I, also GWS. They've still got finals to come, mate. Don't yeah, count them out. Sure. Um, I just think GWS are getting things going. Um, they played well last week. Yeah. I just feel like they're, it's going to be a tough game for the Pies to win. Grundy's got to nearly be back, doesn't he? Uh, probably two or three more yeah. weeks. Maybe he comes back through the VFL. Maybe. There is no proofs this week, though. Shock. Braden Proust is just playing half the games this season. So who? Matthew Flynn? Might yeah, Matty Flynn. Um, so he'll take over. Uh, I think Matty Flynn was in anyway last week. Actually, no, Lockie Keefe was. Maybe Lockie think, Keefe Well, Lockie Keefe's been playing more backline, though. Yeah, but he was, I guess, when Prucey went the, down. The Lachlan Keefe Cup. The Lockie, yeah, the Lockie Keefe Cup. The, the Keefe Cup, if you will. Uh, yeah, it could be a very good one. I'm backing in the Giants after last week's performance. Obviously, I have no choice. Try and shut, just try and shut down Stevie Cornelio. Yeah, Collingwood never try to shut players down. I reckon Cornelio's on for 40. 40 and 5. Yeah. This could be another shootout. They just let everyone just lets everyone roam free. Like, who would you even shut down from the pies? I can. I reckon if you if you're the opposition, I think Collingwood's player to shut down is Jack Crisp. Yeah, that's fair. Chuck Matty DeBoer and Lockie Ash to Jack Crisp. Yeah, maybe you chuck him to Jamie Elliott. Maybe. Maybe you just preempt that he's going to do something big. Maybe you go. You know what? You know who's been the impetus? Johnny Noble. Let's shut him down. Yep, genius. Uh, Port versus the Suns, 2.10pm at Adelaide Oval. Oh, this is going to be a good one. It could be, or it could suck. And that's the beauty of footy. You never know. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, Port Adelaide's Ruck Woes coming up against Jared Witts. Um, could be very, very tough for them, as we have seen. Um, obviously, Sammy Hayes should still be sticking around, but Witts is a tough man to take on. Um, although, Port are looking very good. Um, they're looking much improved from their start of the season. They have looked much improved. Now, Gorn's going to miss four to five weeks. Yeah. Does Witsy grab the All-Australian Ruckman? Tim English has got to be in that conversation as well. I'd say so. I think I think Wits has to at least be like, on the bench. Yeah, as he's it not stands. the team. Um, geez, that'd be exciting if Jared Wits just got All-Australian this season. I think he just deserves one. Yeah, just give it to him. Um, I just... I don't know if Port can get the job done if it isn't in Shanghai. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, obviously it's home ground. <coughs> I, I think if it's not in Shanghai, it's not on. Maybe you're right. Uh, I'm going to disagree because I think the power, do they just have to win? Yeah. And I'm backing them in to, to get the job done there in Adelaide. I mean, by that logic, the Suns also just have to win. They do, but I think they might have a game ahead on Port. Okay, well, look, I, I think as we're doing this, the sun is rising. The sun has just risen. And that's your... That's... I, I think if ever there was a sign from whatever higher power we have, um, based off whatever religion you believe in or subscribe to, the sun's rising. And I think that's a metaphor. Go sun, suns get the win, make finals, hit a prelim and lose. Following the sun. That song? No. no. Who's it by? I can't 
can't remember. Can you sing more of it for me? No, I don't want to. Okay. Maybe it was just that clip um, didn't really do it for me. Matt, that's us for this episode. It's been such a pleasure, such a thrill to um, be joined by you as always. Yeah. I, I hope you enjoy your two-week holiday from the podcast. That's true. No no podcast or two weeks. What will I do with my, my early morning? Probably your other 12 podcasts that you have going on. It's only two others. Yeah, I guess... It feels like 12. It does, when you dish them out just randomly and oh, then look. you do your, your comeback seasons. Oh, no, well, well Matt Chats is sort of going. We'll go to, we're recording yep. one today, but the Matt and Pete one, Pete just disappears. Yeah, that's upsetting. I quite enjoy that one. But allegedly we're recording one tonight, so... <laughs> We'll My fingers see. are crossed. Can't wait to listen to that at work. Um, yes, it's been such a thrill, such a pleasure. Um, I'll miss you. Thanks, um, I'll miss you too. I, I hope you stay safe. I hope you stay dangerous. And um, I hope at the end of all this we can come back and um, we can say, yeah, Matt, you're done. Um, Seb's coming back full time. Oh. Um, that was just great episodes we dished yet. No, not at all. I can't wait to see you again in two weeks' time. Th- thanks, man. Yeah, that didn't feel very genuine from you. Nah, I'll miss you. All right, catch you later.